A few years back, Jack was chasing this guy. Bad guy. This guy ran into a building that was under construction. Jack freaked out, started sweating, couldn't follow him. Guy got away. So a guy got away? Yeah, well, later that night, that same guy killed six people. A family up in Ridgemont. But that isn't Jack's fault. Yeah, I know. He can't blame himself for that. Things like that happen. Yeah, well, he does. It's always on his mind. The guy that got away. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Cheap Seat Reviews. Good. <laughs> Shut up, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood <laughs> film industry for the greater good. Oh. The greater good. You're a little early, just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> oh my gosh! How long have you been holding on to do that? Oh man, two hundred and something episodes. Yeah, we've not we've not had that joke for that long, but I get your point. This is episode two hundred and twenty, and tonight we're talking about Runaway, the nineteen eighty four movie yeah. Runaway. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Prep the floater, Jimison. That's that's pretty ironic. Why? Uh, I've been known as a floater all my life. <laughs> people try to flush me, and I just won't. You just won't go down. <laughs> go away. I, thought, I didn't. I didn't know if you meant that or that you just kind of like float from place to place or no. But you, you mean it. You well, mean, I also am naturally buoyant. Sure, I get uh, that. Because extra <laughs> flubber tends to be buoyant. Sure, I'm. I'm with you. That makes sense. Um, Aaron, news people all suck. Rogers, <laughs> but at least they get their comeuppance in this one. Oh my gosh! So you heard me right. I said Aaron Rodgers. That's right. We have yeah. the we have, so tell us Aaron Rodgers. We have the yes. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I do. I do want to know what's it like dating Danica Patrick. Hmm. I don't oh. know if I could answer that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Um, this this may or may not be the Aaron Rodgers that plays quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. But if well, I am the Aaron Rodgers, I'm older, so yeah. I've got the name writing name rights first. So yeah, there you go. So in in my book, uh, though he's not on this Aaron Rodgers isn't on my fantasy football team. Uh, he is still the Aaron Rodgers. And Sam, I do do the discount double checks, Sean. Well, that's true. I am an insurance agent. You are actually an insurance agent too. That's right. See, uh, see, maybe he is the real Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Listeners, you just actually, may never know. Maybe he's the guy. Are, are you actually Jake from State Farm? Is that who you are? <laughs> I'm not wearing khakis. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, great. And Sam, acid to the yes. face vector. 
Ashid, you shot me in the face with Ashid. Ashid. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but yeah. <laughs> oh, but hey, hey, Sean, it's yeah. great to see you. Uh, just so you know, mm-hmm. um, I've reprogrammed that microphone to stick a needle into your neck <laughs> and uh, give you some sort of shock slash explosion slash acid slash, I don't know, jiggle to death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to move really slowly and <laughs> totally avoidable and preventable, right? <laughs> Uh, like I'll hear it first, and yeah. and and and, and, <laughs> and it'll move so really bad. slow and awkwardly that that I, I won't be able to get away for some reason, right? But in the '80s, people were so enamored by robots that you just—it's almost like a deer in the headlights when you see one. It's like, wow, look at that! And then it, you know, yeah, robots up up you and attacks you with, with a needle in the neck. Robots are different though than toasters with arms, right? <laughs> I'm uh, okay. So let's pull up a comfy chair and dive in to Runaway 1984. Um, Prequel to Castaway. Castaway. Yeah, this is not the um, Runaway Bride, uh, and this isn't the the Runaways. This is just 1984 Runaway, starring your Tom Selleck and your that girl Cynthia Rhodes. By the Um, way, it is a one-word title. Yeah, Runaway. Runaway. No space. Yeah, Runaway. Um, it's a Michael Crichton based on a Michael Crichton book um, of the same name. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it up front so that we can get this part out of the way. Uh, and Andrew, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see if you agree with me because you're the one that's always kind of uh, led the um, the charge on this. Here is an 80s actress that's actually Damn attractive. Cat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cat's sabotaging the show more than Sam. Yeah. Oh, I hear. Oh, is that an no, apple? No, I think that's my stomach. Oh, oh no, that's an apple. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, are you eating an apple? Is that for the cat?" Yes, I am. No, it's for me. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Cynthia Rhodes, I, she's actually kind of hot, right? I just, Ish, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Was, I was with the giant '80s hair and the. Yeah, uh, you can't help that. I mean, that's the product yeah. of the time. I was, I was looking at at. Uh, 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 Christy Alley in this Kirstie, movie, Kirstie Alley. and she her hair was absolutely oh my gosh, huge. She needed I mean, <laughs> huge. Like they could never yes. do a close up on her because the, you wouldn't fit her in it. Like the hair was yeah. just so massive. I don't remember it being that big, but whatever. No, when when Christy Alley was in Cheers, it was <laughs> shut not up. That big, You're such a I don't jerk. Think. Uh, why are you being mean to her? It's her. It's her name. It's her name. Um, all right. So Andrew. Once you're done with that bite of apple, if you'll please tell us what is Runaway. In the near future, a police officer specializes in malfunctioning robots. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a weird sentence. <laughs> when a robot turns out to have been programmed to kill, he begins to uncover a homicidal plot to, cre- uh, to create killer robots, and his son becomes a target. Okay, that's barely a, nice a that's, that's yeah, barely a plot last, point. Like, three minutes left in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. guys recognize the kid, by the way? Yeah, is he uh, from ET? No. Is that Elliot? No, I don't. I don't recognize him. I didn't know who he was. No, he's the uh, kid, GF Bailey. He's the, the kid GW from thing. the the flight of the Navigator. Oh, that's why he looks familiar. Right? Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Aaron, did you see that? It's like he, he kid finds a spaceship that's voiced by Pee Wee Herman. I don't, 
I don't think I saw that one when uh, I was. Uh, oh, dude, I grew younger. up with that in the '90s. Right? Oh, it's uh, it was made in or the '80s. No, yeah, it was '80s. It was an '80s movie. It it was the first ever appearance of Sarah Jessica Parker. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, she's like 16, and um. Yeah, then her foot face was only a size seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there. But I'll let you do it. Oh. Uh, anyway, she was. Well, very, we all grow up. She was her very, face was as long as Christy Alley's hair was wide. Wow. <laughs> You're just gonna keep doing it, aren't you? Okay. Um. So, before we get into the meat of the show, there's something I have to, I have to, to get off my chest. And this is a pet peeve of mine. And I don't. I'm actually surprised it's taken 220 episodes to get this pet peeve out. But if if you will all please take your attention to the IMD page, IMDb page for this movie, if you have it pulled okay. up. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Well, look at I the there. look at the poster. Anything wrong yeah. with that poster? Yeah, he never holds that gun. Yeah, he's holding yeah. The, the the missile gun, right? I I will say there is a scary spider robot about to jump on them. Though, yeah. The yeah, poster. and the scary spider robot makes it look like it's eleven feet long. Like it's it's out of proportion. <laughs> it looks really weird. An spider robot with six legs, not eight. Right. Ah, yeah. So, just the fact that he's <laughs> holding the bad guy gun just pisses me off. Like, right. I yeah. don't know why it bothers me, but I hate it when movie posters false advertise their own movie. Yep, and I would admit, Sam, and you'll you'll appreciate this my my honesty in this that um, in Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan, they also they also do this that there's a in the poster it shows the Enterprise firing on a Federation starbase. It makes no sense. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's it's firing on a friendly starbase. It never makes any sense. But anyway, that, and that, and Khan is is sitting there cross armed, uh, blocking his his gigantic beautiful uh, chest. Yeah, I mean, otherwise it's a beautiful poster. I love the poster. I really do. But that 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 part has always bugged me. It's a graphic designer that's never watched the movie. Right, is exactly what it <laughs> yeah. is. Being being that that you are in fact a graphic designer. Um, yeah. you're not wrong. And that really has always kind of bothered me. So anyway, yeah, that bothers me too. Um, like, what was, it was like, what was cool about this movie? We got to get in the poster. Yeah. The, the gun you know, is cool for the time, but he doesn't hold it. It doesn't make any sense. Ever. If there was a scene where he wrestled with Gene Simmons, which by the way, Gene Simmons from kiss is the bad guy in this movie. We have to make sure we'd say that. If he like wrestled with him and then shot him with his own gun or something. Okay, fine. Then you can have that in your movie poster. You know, I just, I need to get off this soapbox, but it's just, that's always kind of bothered me. I don't know why. Well, not to mention the way the, the, the faces look on that poster versus their bodies. It's a total cut paste job. <laughs> well, yeah, for 1984, I guess. You think? Mm-hmm. I think I mean, it's horrible, dude. Look, look at the shadows. Well, I mean, we're talking. We're talking yeah. about what you can see. It's not a real good podcast. Yeah, I know. It's great for radio. You're not wrong. But um, but it just looks bad. Well, we also did this last week when you talked about the girl from... Uh, Iwo Jima. Um, the new movie, The Crap, the, the Laura Croft movie, the Tomb Raider oh, movie. Oh, yeah, with her giant neck. With her, her weird neck. neck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not... Yeah, yeah. Posters okay. are weird. 
I like movie posters, but in fact, this podcast used to be sponsored by allposters.com. Um, Until they never gave us any money and we dropped them like a bad habit. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> I guess they didn't give us money because no one went to their website no and bought a poster <laughs> and used our coupon code. Our, our listener didn't go and do it. Damn it. Single listener who will remain nameless. Yeah. Um, they didn't need movie posters. I used so. to collect those, by the way. So funny story, the guy who I rent this house from that I'm currently staying in, he also collects movie posters. Now, Sam, you did it as a hobby, right? You probably have like five, maybe ten. I had about thirty to forty at one point. Thirty to forty, okay. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good yeah. clip. I think Chris has twenty seven hundred. Wow. Wow. And wow. does he have them on display? No. He has a whole storage room devoted to to them. He buys wow. them and then packages them and puts them away. To him, they're investments. Yeah. Like you collect baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently there's actually a big market for that. Like old movie posters, like movie posters, the original poster from Star Wars where it just says Star Wars and not A New Hope goes for thousands of dollars. Hmm. And, I well, I, I know I'd be, I'd be looking for one of those original Jurassic Parks. I'd probably pay, pay pretty good money for a yeah, but you wouldn't pay double-sided... Right, you wouldn't pay thousands, right? You just pay. I can see you thousands. paying. A, I see you paying one hundred fifty, two hundred bucks for that. Yeah. To get it nice and framed, but you would I framed and put it in the basement. You, and... Yeah, you'd put it like in your little space and have it to look at and to hold and say, "Hey, look at this cool piece of memorabilia from my favorite Correct. movie ever." Like smooch and yeah, lick a little bit every now and then. So. <laughs> you could put flavoring on the glass, and that way it wouldn't taste. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scratch and, scratch and sniff. You scratch know? and sniff smells like blood and and, and raw meat. Oh, great! Yeah, that would be awful. If Kim, of intestines being dragged out of somebody by wife, uh, a raptor in the bush. Your wife comes in and spritz it with the, like Windex, and you go by, and you're like, "Oh, it tastes bad! Damn it!" <laughs> See, but you're assuming that anything gets cleaned in this house. Uh, so I assume nothing. Um. Anyway, this movie. <laughs> yeah, so Runaway. Um, okay. So do we want to talk about why Michael Crichton movies don't make books, don't make good movies? Because, I mean, to be fair, right, Sam? To be fair, Jurassic Park is a fantastic movie. Yeah. The movie has almost nothing to do with the book, right? You know what I'm saying? What the, here? Here are the similarities. It's novel light. Here's it's, a, it, yeah. You could you could have made three Jurassic Park movies out of the novel material. You, you're right, but they also changed characters, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Hammond is no longer ha- evil. Hammond is yeah is an evil bastard in the in the book. He's a mm-hmm. he's the doting old happy granddad, grandfather. Yeah, yeah. Um, who just wanted to bring joy to children? You know, and so. Um, and there's a lot of differences. So so that's the exception, but like and there's other movies that we're going to talk about later that we like, but I just does this I guess we haven't said it. Do we like this movie? Is this movie good? I know I haven't done the uh our, your give us your opening thoughts on the thing, but now's the time to kind of do that, I guess. I mean, what what do you guys think? I mean, does this movie hold up? No. Not in any shape, form or manner. In my <laughs> my most humble opinions, um, this belongs in the trash heap of Saturday afternoon '80s movies. All right. This was this is not a good movie. Yeah, Aaron, what do you think? 
Um, I kind of agree with Sam, but I was surprised in a little bit of uh, the sense that some of the technology holds up. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, they the had ideas. Yeah, the ideas some of the ideas held yeah. up, like tablets and some handheld devices that they were looking at in the movie yeah. and drones with cameras Drone? that floated around in yeah. the room and had a camera on it. I was like, whoa, that's kind of ahead of its time, you know, Retina, but where you, where you can see the wires holding it from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. From with, the, with the wires, but you know, this was 1984. Right. So, you know, I was kind of like, Wow, this is kind of kind of crazy that they had some of that stuff um, that actually is in existence now. So, right. but that well, was the only that's the only thing I could really say was interesting to me about it. I actually, admittedly, fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> Saturday afternoon, night, just like yeah. uh, exactly. But you know, even the little farming robots are real now. Some of these mega right. farms out in the Midwest have these remote controlled. You know, drones out there. Doing- yeah, it also kind of brought to to my mind, like, you know, I was in the army, and it kind of like reminded me how they had robots tracking down the runaways, like uh, the IED robots that we send out there to go yeah. disable the IEDs and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, you know, that they had <laughs> the thoughts of that kind of technology. Yeah. But you know, well, I guess that's my take on it. <laughs> well, that, you, there's one thing we can admit for. Or not admit, but one thing we can. And Andrew, I guess you haven't chimed in yet. What What do you say before I'll I'll do my my bit? Sorry, uh, stupid cat. Um, <laughs> I had to take care of some. Just just anyway. just squirt it with water and move on. I did right in the face. Ever squirt me um, in the face <laughs> with acid. Anyway, um, the movie in the uh, face. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what Sam said, um, but much what like what Aaron said, I did not. You know my rule about if the movie keeps me engaged and and keeps my attention, then I uh, consider it a decent movie. This one did not, and <laughs> and I kept comparing it. And we'll probably get into this, but we'll, I kept comparing it to other things done in the eighties, especially nineteen eighty four, and it just doesn't stack up with the rest of them. Um, and I know that budget is probably a, a, an issue, and but even the story itself, I just felt like it was dumb. Yes. Uh, I don't know. And Gene Simmons, I, I love Kiss, but I did not love him as. Why the was he villain. evil? Did 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 he ever say? I, I I either missed it or I never got it. Did, no, why? I, I missed that too. I didn't really know why. He's just a he bad guy. He was trying guy. to do what he was doing. He's a bad guy. You're right. That's what the the police chief said or something. I kind of remember. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's a bad guy. Police academy guy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just I didn't enjoy it. I had to watch it in in segments. You know, I watched 10 minutes, and I thought, dear God, this is awful. Yeah. And then the next 15, I was like, oh, this is okay. And then the rest of the movie sucked. Well, you know, so. when I was watching it, I saw several times some good, I don't know, uh, notes being being made that you later on see in shows like ER in terms of the dialogue when they're when they're talking about technical stuff, mm-hmm. you know, where, where, and in terms of how ER was usually shot and, and directed, I, I saw a lot of that. 
But golly, even even the beginning for them to go out and go after this farming robot, there was no point. There was no reason. Yeah, for I mean, I feel like they're trying to set up something that didn't need to be set up. Well, yeah, it and- made it stupid. Okay, so the the all right, there's a lot of okay. There's a lot of things that really bother me in this movie. And that scene, the movie starts off this, you know, with that scene really bothered me. Okay, first of all, why are the police handling rogue farm equipment, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. IT guy. Right. That's the farm hands. Unless job. it was unless it really was a killer robot exactly. that was aiming for people, you know, some sort of Rogue robot that's that's mowing down people. Fine. Then I can maybe see police. One hundred percent agree. Like what happened yeah. later in the movie when the robot killed the people, right? Totally, yes. totally. That's a police matter, right? Yeah. But in sorry, weird no, weird noises are happening behind me, um, and it's actually not Sam this time. Um, so the, they go to the farm and they they run they they're chasing this little thing that's running through the cornfield, right? And they do, and this was the worst part of the movie. I mean, and in a movie that had a lot of bad, I this got the biggest eye roll for me. They literally look down, they look at each other, head nod, and then dive on it like a cartoon, <laughs> and then and then it just self destructs for some reason. And then they come out and they're car- they're covered in dirt and smoke and whatever, and they're like, "Yep, job's done." Like, what? Yeah, it was. So they totally lost me in that moment. Just totally lost me. It was so stupid. So dumb. But back to your point about the dialogue. There's some good dialogue in this movie. I mean, the backstory is kind of tragic, you know. So that's a trope, right? And, yep. um. And there, there's some, there's actually some lovable character, like Ramsey character, which by the way, the word Ramsey is said like once every two and a half minutes. Seriously. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's like almost as many times as the F word is used in Wolf of Wall Street. Um, <laughs> he's a likable guy. Like he truly is a likable guy. And I like his character and I, I, I appreciate Tom Selleck, I thought did a pretty good job as a cop. I just I I enjoy you know, and it's every That's one role that he does pretty well at. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Since he's in a TV <laughs> show for the last eleven seasons as a cop, um, <laughs> he was also Magnum PI. Right. So so he does he does that bit pretty well, and I thought his partner lady was fine. Um, I don't think she was a particularly great actress, but I thought she was fine. Um, but you got your your yelling police chief trope. I need to get some butts. Yeah. It's, uh, you got. Um, I wrote down a bunch of tropes in this movie. It just drove me drove me crazy. But that scene with the the, the farm animal, the farm truck, yep. just that totally lost it. Oh, uh, back to my point. I remember where I was going. Is that the dialogue is pretty good, and they they did not treat again. 1984 tech is scary and weird. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, and only yeah. one time, really one time, that I kind of go, that's not how tech works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Aaron, you've not listened to the show obviously long enough, which is fine. Um, and I, one of my big pet peeves is when directors talk down to us as the audience, especially with technology, especially in movies made before, basically made before The Matrix, maybe maybe made before 2002, three, four, five. When like movies like Hackers, where they do mm-hmm. really dumb stuff that makes no sense. And one of my favorite movies that does this really well, is Sneakers. 
like the tech is really good in that movie. And that movie was 1990. Uh-huh. Um, because they don't talk down to you. It's just, this is the tech of the day and this is great. So they do. Well, like, uh, Swordfish is a great example of, of tech. Awful tech. It's the worst. Well. It's so yeah, bad. It's wonderful. Stop it. We're going to do that movie. You, you have no idea. <laughs> you have forgotten, sir. You you only remember Halle Berry's boobies and you've forgotten the rest of the awful that is that movie. The only thing worth remembering is about the movie. Um, well, what else is there? Perfectly fine well, remembering and, that. And the, and the explosion, uh, uh, the, the scene where the the dude blows up is actually pretty cool. Uh, cause you kind of do a little matrix vision thing happening. But anyway, um, so I thought they did pretty good in the movie with that kind of stuff. You know, they like, they're talking about microchips and they're using just kind of normal. They used, they used a microchip. Like there wasn't too much techno babble. So I, I give the movie a little bit of credit, but I credit that to Michael Crichton who does meticulous research on his books. Yeah. Crazy research. Have you guys read Sam? I think you have state of state of fear. Yep. The one with the global the climate change. Yeah, the climate change with the um the cl- the 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 eco terrorists. Yeah. That's such a good book. And they'll never make it into a movie, but it's such a good book. And he did so many hours of research for it. Um and basically his conclusion was we don't know enough about climate change yet. Is basically yep. what it boils down to. And that was that book came out like 10 years ago. So anyway, as we have a, a monster hurricane bearing down. Yeah, literally, as we record this, um, I'm about 230 miles away from Hurricane Florence. Um, so, batting down the hatches. Um, okay, so some of the tropes I wrote down. Cop has family issues. Kid wants dad to get married. There's always a guy who hates the nerds for some reason. We had a police foot chase, which didn't go through a kitchen. I'm actually surprised. They, oh, yeah. uh, they, they actually didn't do that trope. I'm genuinely surprised. Everybody's in their, their chef uh, whites. Right. And... And they're yelling and they drop food and knock things over. And um, Angry police chief. And turning a valve makes steam. Anytime you see a valve, just spin it. Steam will come out somewhere. Um, that's the thing that happens. Uh, I also did like the fact that the, the agriculture robot looked like Wally. they killed Wally Um, anyway uh, what was I going to say I had another direction I wanted to go down now I can't think of it this movie does follow my rule if I take a lot of notes I didn't like it (laughs) I got a lot of notes on this movie like oh and so again back to the police to the the police going to investigate a um, an agriculture bot that went crazy. Like, so here's my question. All right. Here's, here's the ultimate question. What is the bad guy's plan? Right. He kind of says it in the movie, but not really. Like what, what's the plan? Anybody got an idea? I thought he was just going to keep making robots go crazy. Why? And kill people. Cause it's kiss. <laughs> Anybody else got an idea why? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Right. No, right? I mean, okay, okay. I just, which uh, is the reason why I, it lost my attention. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so uh, the stakes are so weird. Not until he kidnaps the boy do we care right. at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, even when he stabs Kirstie Alley in the neck, like you all saw that coming. Like it's, he's going to kill her. He's already. 
he's going to kill the other guys. He killed Johnson. He killed the other guy. So all I have to say about that is... Not a great plan. So there you go. A few years back, Jack was chasing this guy. Oh, wait, stop. Bad guy. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and I have to say, that, that knife went into her neck nice and smooth. Yeah, it did. So... Uh, I guess he must have gotten perfectly between some of the joints. Yeah, in the spine. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever, it's fine. And it was, it was. She was a throwaway character anyway. She was, she sucked. Um, She's a little throwaway. That's Miss Rogers you're talking about. Wait, what? Her character. Her name is oh. Miss Rogers. Oh, is it really <laughs> Rogers? <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> Discount double check. <laughs> yeah. All it's right. Jackie Rogers. Oh, wow. Uh, the film depicts an early variation of the social media which predated MySpace. What? Yeah, I remember him talking about his social page. Oh, something, yeah. yeah, they were, they, they social... were talking about something. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I remember that too. Anyway, sorry, I'm looking at the trivia. Some of the trivia sucks. Um, and Andrew, back to your point, you said maybe it was a, a, low, a low budget. I can't find. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find it either. So, but clearly, I mean, I was looking at it from the aspect of the technology. The if you look at movies like Ghostbusters and and Ghostbusters is not great, but at the same time, it was believable, even though it's a movie about killing ghosts or catching ghosts. We. It's somewhat believable with the technology. If you look at something like Batman, also 1984, you... 89. 80, is that 89? 89. Yeah. It's oh, well, ways. still. It's a little, little ways past it, but there's, there's a couple of things that in this movie, I just... Well, take it even further back. Go to Star Wars. If you have robots and androids looking robots that well, actually i don't yeah, know but Th these look like uh, radios that somebody put on top of a an rc car and in in small defense to this movie in the robots compared to star wars and again star wars wasn't super big budget the difference is, is that there are humans inside those robots right to give them lifelike things the only ones that didn't have them are those little Things that rode around on the ground, but those are just—it's just an RC car with a with a a box, a, on, it. A box on it, exactly. So whatever. But that Chewie sometimes, for some reason, screams at. But um, and it runs away, like it's scared. <laughs> um, so in this, I I understand that the robots are gonna be weird and awkward. The spider robots are awful, right? I, they, yeah. They really are terrible. Um. And maybe back then, you're right, maybe back in 1984, that seemed scary that these things could jump to walls and they could somehow defy gravity. Like, how could it climb to the bottom of the elevator? Like, that, didn't, that didn't make sense. Like, how could it... It was always there. It's just... Well, but like, how? Do they have magnets on their feet or something? I don't know. Um, well, obviously, they can jump. Really well. I still don't. They just. They didn't. If if the only source of danger is the needle in the front, can't you just pick it up from the top and throw <laughs> it? Because apparently they have a self destruct mechanism in them. If they fall more than two feet, right? Because every time he kicked one out, it would blow up for some damn reason. So, 
I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Um, what else? Uh, uh, sorry, getting into my script. Um, <laughs> I do have a couple of good clips I'm excited about. Uh, why does Gene get access behind the police barricade? That police barricade sucked. Okay, let's talk about the media for a second. And Sam made a reference, because in my, my post of Aaron, Aaron middle name, how the media sucks. The media is in this movie twice, right? This reporter lady and her camera person are in the movie. Camera guy goes into an active shooter crime scene? I don't care what freedom of speech bullshit you throw out. That would never happen. Ever in the history of America would never happen. And then he gets his ass shot, right? The camera guy gets killed. And yeah. then there's no consequence from that. It's not even mentioned. Like, he kind of looks at him like, eh. Yeah. yeah, whatever. He comes out like, I would have actually expected the, the police chief. Ramsey, you let that guy get killed. He went in there by himself. It's your job to blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot him in the foot with a laser or something. Like, I don't know. He like just rolled his eyes that the guy was standing in the doorway. And that was like, the extent of his reaction to right, it. Like, <laughs> right, like, exactly. He's like, oh, what are, the, are you kidding me? You're following me with the camera. And that's just, that was the end of it, right. his reaction. Yeah, like not, not one beat cop out there could have been like, uh, no, you're not going in there. I'm going to restrain you. You're under arrest for impeding a, a crime scene. I mean, like, that was so stupid. And he got shot, which, okay, now we're getting into the nitty gritty here. That that clawed machine. That how did that machine kill two people? The <laughs> thing was only a foot and a half tall. At worst, it stabs you in the ankle, right? Like, how does that thing? Well, even... You know that there are some arteries in the in the legs. Okay, that you're right. Yet you're right. There are arteries, and, it, and I would think a, a a robot would would know exactly where to go. Totally fine with that aspect. I, I'm totally Just, with yeah. you. But okay, first of all, how does that thing cook dinner? It's a foot and a half tall. Like is, small ovens. Is it is it climbing onto the counter and chopping the carrots and stuff? I just that seemed all weird, but whatever. But then in my second part, it's just a claw. Right? It's two pinchers. It's 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 less tech than a claw machine at Walmart. Yet somehow that thing is able to pull what back the hammer of a revolver and fire it. I mean. Come on. Don't treat us like that. Don't do that to us, Michael Crichton. I mean, I, I'm still stuck on this because do you think back to the Jetsons? And I know that's an animated show, mm -hmm. but that was way before this. I don't even know when the Jetsons was. Oh, that's on the 50s, air, very 50s. Because the wife, yeah. all she, there's the cat. <laughs> She's behind you. She's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The the whatever she is the uh, Rosie maid. the robot yeah Rosie. That's Rosie. yeah yeah I mean they had a better understanding on that animated cartoon of what a robot that could cook and clean and do chores should I mean I don't know well even the helper robot well, how about this it's change out the robots okay put the little housekeeping robot what was her name um. As that killer robot, and I can understand that a little bit. Yeah, more. I'm okay with right? that. Right? Like, yeah. I just, you know what? Know who? What movie did this better? I Robot. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, well, yeah, but, yeah it's really. I mean, I know they, the technology is different, but the, the yeah. but the point is, is that those robots are humanoid. 
is the is the yeah. problem, right? Is that I can see how one of those robots can pick up a knife and kill you because they're quick and 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 your height. I just <laughs> if the thing picked up a knife and started coming towards me, I can get in a chair and get away from it. I just don't know. I don't know how it killed you. Oh, hello. Oof. Um, I just I just don't know how it killed people. I get the I get the gun part. It shoots. I shot someone. I'm still not sure how it pulled a trigger, but whatever. Um, and again, and so then so then we go back to the second camera girl. It was a camera woman this time when they're in the in the hotel, and he cur- he's cursed up. He drops the obligatory f bomb for a PG thirteen movie, which yeah, when this movie was made, PG thirteen didn't exist. That's why you see naked lady boobies. The obligatory nineteen eighty naked woman doing nothing except just in the in naked. the strip club. Yeah. Well, no, she was just in her bathroom, right? Was it? Yeah, it was just in the bathroom. Remember, they she, he was getting ready it's to like break into. Yeah, oh, sorry, in. wrong movie. I must have been watching something else later that day. Yeah, something more entertaining, like like striptease. <laughs> but even Die Hard did this. Even Die Hard, when the bad guys are clearing out the rooms to get all the hostages together, there's two people doing it on the table, but all you see is her boobies, and it's like, eighties are like, hey, we should put some boobies in our movie for whatever. You know, like there's no reason other than to do it. Big deal. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was the point? The point was, oh, that reporter lady. So she's like, the people have a right to know. He, he should have turned. It's like, your last camera guy was killed trying to do whatever. You were saying, like, throw that back at her. That's your fault. I, I just, there was no consequences to that. Cameramen are kind of like sound guys. Stop They're it. kind of a dime a dozen. Stop it. Oh, so you could really just kind of get a new one. And, that's and so mean. That's actually that's there's proof that that's not true. That whoever was operating the camera at the Appalachian UNC Charlotte football game oh. this weekend was <laughs> atrocious. So, um, and if you listen to the show, I'm sorry, but you did a bad job. So, okay. I I don't think they listen to the show. Probably don't. Anyway, no. Our, our listener is is not. I know. Yeah, our listener doesn't. You know, I miss I miss Jen. Listener Jen. She was. It's been a while, hasn't it? I miss Jen. She too. probably doesn't listen to the show anymore. She I wonder doesn't. what uh, what scared her away. Probably just how much we suck. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Aaron. <laughs> we we kind of what happens is we, we attempt to talk about a movie for a while and then then we sit around and, and diverge and diverge and, and whine about how bad we are. And usually, I end up eating a whole bag of cheese puffs and crying in my in my uh, floor uh, in the fetal position. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I'm I'm still confused. Do are do we think it's cool the Patriot bullet thing? Is that cool? The what thing? You know, the, you ever you know what is the, your the bullet that has a, the the solid rocket fuel and explosive tip or whatever yeah. you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you, it goes around corners and stuff. Yeah. Are we, yeah. Are we... Well, I, I'm okay with the idea of it, but the way that it was executed, I thought was terrible. Right. Like... Um, because if you know anything about a bullet, it doesn't spin that way. No. Uh, it doesn't go to the left and then spin back to the right and then, you know, go upside down for a while and. Now a drone could. Well, a drone could, yeah. Well, here's. But I mean, I could. You know, the new tech would basically be a drone following somebody and shooting from above them. You know, where it could go around corners or 
but like I'm, um, I'm okay with a a heat a heat seeking bullet. I'm actually okay with it. Well, but... this was not only a heat seeking bullet; it was a specialized. This is the person I'm going after, bullet. And how did it know that? That's the problem. Because like, they tried to explain that by saying their heat signature yeah. of the each person was different. different. Yeah. yeah. Right. That, yeah. Okay, that's and that's very true. That's fine. But did he? How did he program that? Yeah. Like how did like when he's firing randomly, how does the bullets know to only kill Ramsey? Like it that's what doesn't make sense. Did he do that ahead of time? It just and if that's all it takes, then all like you just find whatever the range of the of the bullet is, right? The bullet has to have a finite range, right? So let's say it's a thousand yards. Then just well, get, in, when they cut open the bullet, too, it only had a, a certain amount of propellant. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's obviously a finite range. It has a range, a limited range. But if all you have to do is just I Google Ramsey's heat sig, and I, <laughs> I, I program it and download it into my bullet gun or my missile gun, I could just fire them off randomly and 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 probably kill him. Right? It just. But it was also weird. Like the bullets knew to go through pipes. And to go over some some things, but when it was aimed at Ramsey, they would just run into tables. That's what I had a problem yeah. with. Like, why? 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 Okay, was it even cool to go through a pipe? Right. I mean, was it the cameraman saying, "You know, it would be really awesome, dude, if we made this"? We got a like small camera we can push through. The why pipe? the f do we need it to go through a pipe? Well, I mean, I think it would look cool. Okay, sure. Go for it. You do, you do realize that it'll be a different speed going through the pipe as it does go through outside, right? Oh, that's fine. Okay. It's going to look different, too, because it's a different kind of camera. Oh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. It was dumb. I, did, I didn't like it. I, don't, I mean, the t- I will say this. This movie is ripe for a, for a remake. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's it's perfect for a remake. With with you just you change. I don't mean Terminator where things become sentient. I mean you still need an individual who is out to 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 cause havoc via machines. And you don't have to make them a hacker, right? They it can be a hardware issue just like it was in this movie, and. And they can be played by a psychopath, you know, get Javier Bardem, whatever he's doing, you know, and get him to <laughs> to um, put in these evil chips inside machines or whatever. And I don't there's a way you can do it. Get the guy who directed the Kingsman and we'll get we'll get the young kid from Kingsman to be the hero. I mean, there's there, I think there's there's legs on for this. I, I really do. Yeah. Especially with with many as many drones, like your your eye robot vacuum cleaner comes after you with a knife and <laughs> cuts you in the foot. So anyway, <laughs> actually, only stabbing your, stab your foot. Ow! Ow! Stop, ow! Stop it! What are you? Ow! How did you, how did you even get a knife? You're a vacuum cleaner. Did I leave it? I mean, all you have to do is get up on the counter. Exactly. And then it'll run over your dog poop and spread it all over the carpet. <laughs> oh wait, that happened to my dad. Um, I don't know. Even if this was done today. Unless they fix those robots, and well, I mean, yeah. even if they use household appliances, like you're saying, your your whole issue of just run slightly faster than it, you know. <laughs> I still don't know how that cop lady didn't. I mean, they make so much noise when they're crawling around. They just they scream like crickets and cicadas. I just don't understand how you couldn't hear that stupid thing. 
Anyway. I just, for some reason, I think we've seen this movie. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, I mean, I, we've seen iRobot. I mean, the theme is out there. Um, I just, I'm trying to think of the movie. Well, yeah, yeah. Geostorm. You got a bad guy who takes a technology and tries to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Only his him, him doing it was for the quote unquote greater good. I tell you, Michael Crichton loves to take his idea of a technology rung amok, killing a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, I think that it's a it's a fear that is a real fear that people have. Mm-hmm. You know, they wow. what we what the movie we watched the other week. Um, Ex Machina? Ex Machina. I mean, like, there are people that legitimately think, and, and maybe it will happen one day, that technology eventually is going to take over the world. Like you know. Terminator. Yeah. And, I mean, there are people that believe that, but then again, there's also people that believe that, you know, the world's flat and whatever. But Did you see the picture of the hurricane from the satellite? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's only proof that that's, it is flat. That all it is, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's just that's what, just the, that's the distortion of the lens, right? That's just what, <laughs> yeah. The media photo concave lens. Well, that's why. It's, yeah, it's photoshopped. <laughs> it's not real. It was photoshopped, right? We never landed on the moon. Flat kind of earthers, stuff. people drive me crazy. It, they really do. Like, and I appreciate the fact that one of the guys—I don't remember who it is—is is a rapper that was came out. I appreciate the fact that he used science to quote-unquote prove the earth is flat he said if the earth is round and you fly above it in the airplane shouldn't the airplane always be angled down right to to, to, to make the curve of the earth right so he actually took a plumb line into an airplane to measure how the degrees off the axis the plane was flying and it was since it was flying flat that proves that the earth is flat and it's like that's not how this works, you know. It's like that. It's like that that quote that that, that commercial that uh, insurance commercial. That's, that lady says that's not how that works. That's not how any of this works. But anyway, it just drives me crazy. People have seen like a, a ball before, right? I mean, yeah. It. Uh. <laughs> oh, well, whatever. It's fine. Uh, flat earthers, if you listen to the show and you're a flat earther. Uh, email us that you hate us. That's fine. <laughs> Please email us. Yes. I don't, want to see that one. Uh, I don't even care if you're not a flat earther. Just the email us and tell us you are. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just You know what? Sign us up for some spam just so we get uh, to yeah. yeah, Don't do that. I don't want that. So, there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll send some more Chick-fil-A uh, emails I'd, your way. I'd, I'd, I would even go for a catfishing right now. Just something <laughs> to... Yeah. Uh, send me money and I'll send you pictures of my. Never mind. Um, <laughs> that's catfishing, right? That's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, sort of. It's more like prostitution, but uh, you know, what you do is on your own time. Yeah, I, I will say this: we do get plenty of junk in the uh, cheap seat reviews email address, email inbox. Not, oh, not, so not, the email. not the email. It's, it goes straight to the junk folder. You know, get uh, rid of your uh, tax debt. Uh, zip, <laughs> zippy loan. Um, but what Sean is trying to say is we get so little mail that his excitement is checking the junk folder. <laughs> yeah, I really am right now. Make money with Lyft. Uh, uh, Jean from SEO Google Ads. Um, yeah. 
So anyway, <laughs> I check the I do check the junk folder a lot. <laughs> It's really sad. Oh, man, that's great. Anyway. Uh, what mail do we have today? Oh, more junk. Oh, it's a, at least Sean, a, Sean's like that uh, 92-year-old man that kind of meanders to the mailbox every day just right. to, to hopefully have some connection to the outside world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you guys think that the whole, like, having a psychic... Like that just, what was that? This seems that so was a thing. You, I don't know if you remember, but that was a thing. My my mom used to always watch the, uh, you know, the talk shows, the Mark Povich and the the uh, Jerry Springer and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, not really Springer, but I mean, my favorite shows. shows like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and there were like police psychics for a while. I don't know if there still are, well, but that was the thing for a while. One of my favorite shows of all time is a TV show called Psych, but he's faking it. Right. <laughs> Which makes yeah. it funny. Which is a great show. But. Right. It's a great show. Um, anyway, that part was weird. It just seemed weird in a movie full of technology and science. Here's a psychic. Yeah, it, it, to me, that's a total anti-Michael Crichton idea. Yeah. Because he's always been so rooted in the real she looked like the librarian from Ghostbusters. Yes, she did. Yes. I was thinking that too. I wonder if she is. We sure she wasn't? I no, actually I'm going to check. I'm actually curious. Let's, let's see. Her, her, she, what was she just psychic? I would um, guess so. Uh, Julia. Is that what her name? No. I have no idea. Um, I'm I paid that close attention. Pilot, no. uh, Ruby, no cameraman, uh, data tech, no hooker, no uh, cop one, cop two. Oh wait, that was her. She had, she had lines, so she had to have had a name. Inspector Sally, no, Miss Shields, was that her? No, was it Miss Shields? I don't know. I can't see. It doesn't. It, she doesn't have a. I don't know. I will say this. This is kind of random, right? So, scroll down to where is she? Shoot, where'd she go? Hooker at bar, right? She's the one that was the naked. She was at the bar. Uh, and he used as a human shield. Gene Simmons did as a human shield to get away, and then they they grabbed her. Her name is Anne Marie Martin. Uh huh. And uh, I clicked on her. I was like, I wonder who she is. She's kind of attractive. Oh my gosh, she freaking wrote Twister. Whoa. She was the she wrote the movie like she she did like the screenplay for Sh- Twister. Screenplay. Like she's been nominated for two Oscars. For and she played. Yeah, she was a nominee. She's worked as a, in sound and for best for visual effect. Oh, not no, hold on, that's not right. Where'd she go? I clicked on the wrong thing. She's won one award. She won. Oh, she won a Razzie award for Twister. Uh. She, I clicked on the wrong thing. She won a Razzie Award, worst written film, grossing over a hundred million dollars for Twister. Oh, I like Twister. Like Did you Twister read that too. she was also married to Michael Crichton? I liked uh, Twister. Yeah, too. she no, was previously married to Michael Crichton. Yeah, that's probably how she got in the movie as hooker at bar. It is kind of funny when she's like, "My body is rocking. Yeah, you could you could touch it. It's okay." And he's like, "No." Mm-hmm. Um. It, it, what do you say though when you're director of a movie and your wife's like, "Can I be in your movie?" You, yeah, you can be the hooker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if it was like the other way around. Like, hey, we need a hooker. You want to be it? Like, 
I don't know. You're not, you're not wrong. That's I don't know. I think my wife would slap me if I said, "Do you yeah, want to be a hooker?" But in my she movie? slaps you when you would, say, "Let's were go they out married to during the time this was filmed?" Well, I don't know. That's, we pretty, find that's out. a good question. Maybe they got married after that. Yeah, maybe this is what <laughs> led to their. This is what led to the romance. <laughs> um, you know, I'm writing a book about dinosaurs, and uh, no, nope, she they got married in '87. Okay. Yeah, so oh, okay. she was the hooker for his movie, and then they got married. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Maybe well, actually, Sam, for the dedication page for Jurassic Park reads for A and A dash M and T, referring to Anne Marie and his daughter Taylor. Hmm. Um, Interesting. She's best known for her role as Detective Dory Doro on the situation comedy Sledgehammer. She auditioned for the role of Princess Leia. Oh, wow. Yeah, good for her. So, anyway, good job, Hooker and at Bar. And she made it the Hooker in uh, this movie. Hooker at Bar. Good job. She was in an episode of Doctor Strange. Cool. Um, anyway, so... I'm, uh, the self-driving cars were much more reliable in 1984 than we are now. That's kind of neat. Uh, I always <laughs> liked the car bomb scene, but the plan the plan B was always to do this jump between two moving vehicles to escape. Like that seemed more dangerous than shooting <laughs> bombs with lasers on a public like what road. Right, like, like they're blowing up <laughs> next to people driving. That just seemed really reckless. Um, Never mind that the explosions didn't seem big enough to uh, do anything, do any harm to. Yeah. Like how it was like, oh, let me light my sparkler. Right. Yeah. If it had gone <laughs> off under the car, it might like singe the tires. That's the only pyrotechnics they can afford. Yeah, you know they went down to Cheap Joe's and uh, Firework Shack and got them yeah. uh, some sparklers. They crossed the state line and they got came them down some to south. Well, they they did film in in Canada, so maybe you can buy more sparklers up there. I don't know. Oh well, Canadian fireworks. They, That's why they don't. They're not loud. They're, they're polite fireworks. Polite. <laughs> we don't want to be too loud, eh? Uh, sorry, we don't. We we gotta be nice. We do have a Canadian listener. We have to be nice. Yes. Oh, that's right. Um, we do. Hi, oh, there. Hey. Yeah, there. So I'll translate that uh, for you, uh, Mister uh, Canadian up there. So uh, we darn tootin' if these robots got out of hand, and they uh, they come up there and they uh, they put some of their metal parts in some places that. Uh, what well, is this I, accent? I, now that it's not a good place to have those metal parts. Now, totally... correction: we had a Canadian listener. Oh my gosh, Sam. <laughs> You morph that thing from your your Minnesota accent, which people don't know. Sam lived in Minnesota for a time, so he legit yeah. does have that accent. I've got lots of family up there. When, when Sam goes... That was pretty good for... Uh, I've been to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? It's pretty, it's pretty spot on for Minnesota. When he, goes, when he goes to visit family for two weeks and then comes back, yeah. it, it takes him a while to shake it off. Oh gosh! But it's, it, it's like glue; it sticks to you. You can't get you need, rid of it. You need to come back and listen to this audio for this podcast and listen to yourself, Sam, because you got a little southern in there. And, oh, did I really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You dipped. You like dipped redneck a little bit. Yeah, like nice. like Canadian redneck. It was pretty great. All was right. Good. Yeah, it was very good. I'm actually trying to look to see uh, if, <laughs> if we do still, in fact, have our Canadian, Canadian listener. Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, so anyway, um, 
<laughs> He's too polite to stop listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, really wants to stop. No, oh boy. He, I just can't stop listening to this troll. Well, he did I feel he, bad for him, so I'm gonna <laughs> sit around. They didn't they didn't uh, download an episode for Ex Machina, though we did have a download one download in Mexico. We had three in England, which would be kinda cool oh. if that was uh Jibba. Um one in France and one two in Ireland. So yeah. that's kinda cool. Maybe the one in Mexico was that uh, the actress that we really like. Actress to be real like what actress? Sam uh, has this uh, weird. Jones. Yeah, he has this delusion <laughs> that Catherine Zeta Jones is from Mexico, or she's actually Welsh. <laughs> she's a little smooth. Um, yeah. yeah. So I bet you she probably heard that we were talking about it. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! On our episode, now I know people don't really care about this stuff, but this always fascinates me. On our um. Buckaroo Bonsai episode, which I'm actually surprised didn't get as many, it didn't have as many downloads as our normal kind of volume. We have one downloaded in Colombia. So you think that the person that was like traveling from, like they started in Colombia and they get to Mexico because that was the next week. Uh, we still have our two UK listeners. Um, Oh, that's just fascinating that it went from Colombia to Mexico. I'm going to go back one more week. We've got a drug runner as a listener. I know. Oh, that'd be cool. cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. We have Iron Man, our Iron Man episode. We have one in Russia. What? We have, an, we have a listener in Russia. Ooh. Oh, Mother Russia. Yeah. And two in Germany. Yeah. So what about what about your, do do your accent, Sean? Uh, pigs, gotta, gotta... pigs in a blanket, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, it's so racist. It's so... Every, every time they talk about the European model for this hurricane, that's what I think about is you you <laughs> saying that Hur- hurricane in a blanket, yeah. So the last time we had our Canadian listener was on um, the disaster artist. Mm. So. But still, our Ger- we have we have German listeners. That's really cool that we have German listeners. We have a couple of consistent German listeners and some in France. That's really cool. We are an international podcast. Thank you, folks, for listening. Yeah. Or just... if it's just one person going lots of places, that's fine, too. That's fine, too. Or if it's just a kid who accidentally downloaded us on your mom's phone. I'm fine with that, too. Anyway, you ready for some clips? I don't really have much Let's else to talk about the, uh, the movie. Oh, the, actually, I will say this. Last two things I want to say. First of all, I totally feel him in the elevator when it's he when it, when it flies up and he's looking over the edge. Because I also too have a. Fear. I thought that was a great shot by it, it, in a movie that's filled with horrible, horrible direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good shot. Yeah, I could feel his his fear of the uh, of the heights because I get it right. I'm I have I'm the same way. Especially in an el- an elevator that's on the outside of the building that doesn't have a freaking door, like I I know uh, do- that's pretty open. Yeah, robots okay. don't need doors, but OSHA still needs to have people go up there to service them. There would there's no way that there's no door on that anyway. No, yeah. Um, and did, did we- something happen with the audio in that scene, I don't know. or was it just quiet? Well, maybe maybe it was quiet on purpose. I don't know. Because I, and I'm full disclosure. Uh, and I hope no authorities are listening, but I was watching this while driving down the road. Um, <laughs> but I, I was piping it through my Bluetooth on my speakers in my truck. Right. And uh, 
there was a silence and I thought, oh God, something's wrong with the audio. But I didn't want to stop and check because I was driving. Uh, everything I, about that story is awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> and my last, my last note, my very last note is, did we really need the Gene Simmons last jump scare of him screaming? No. Yeah, what the hell? That was gratuitous. But, you know, it just, in there. So yeah, it, 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 but it bookended this movie with two really horrible ideas. Yeah, it's really the scene and this jump scare that yeah, yeah, it was yeah, so dumb. dumb. Like, I was like... I was thinking, we're not watching like a Halloween or a Friday the 13th or, you know, one of those kind of movies. I was kind of like, what? What? (laughs) I didn't understand that either. So definitely a good point. Sam, mute yourself if you're going to start fondling your microphone again. I was going to say, what are you fighting with? (laughs) (laughs) I just realized the microphone was above my eye this entire time. (laughs) You sounded great. You should have left it. There, I'll just keep it up there then if I'm sounding good. No, you sound great. And that way you're not tempted to dick around with it. Look, look, it's way up there in my eye. Oh, it sounds great. It's like a it's like a sci-fi thing where you look through it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. Clippy clip number one. They say the name of the movie. Jack Ramsey. Karen Thompson. I'm on my way. What's up? Got a runaway Jack? Yeah, it sounds like it. Ooh, they got to run away. Um, they said the name of the movie like 30 times. Yeah, they did to it several times, yeah. That was just the first time they said it, so that's why I captured it. Um, here's um, here's Andrew's poop joke. What have you done so far? Power and utilities cut, white light bath, white sound bath. Floater? Not yet. Can you prep one for right me? Right now. Prep the floater. Okay. <laughs> to our, I've got that taken care of. To our sound people in the room, listen to this statement. What have you done so far? Power and utilities cut, white light bath, white sound bath. White sound bath? Can anyone tell me what that is? Well, it's uh, when you take a bath using white sound. <laughs> what is white sound? It's a new spa technique in which you sit in a, a very uh, uh, clean room yeah. and they pipe in white noise. You know, oh. white noise like static. Well, I know what white or, noise is. That's a yeah, term. white noise is different and, than white sound, isn't it? And the frequency is such that it will cleanse your skin so, from impurities. So, Sam, you actually don't realize this, but you just described something from Star Trek. In, oh, really? In Star Trek, they don't use water on starships. They use what they call sonic showers. Well, that would suck. Right. So you actually just kind of described the thing in Star Trek. But <laughs> they don't call it white sound. It's called white noise. That's what it's called. And if there was uh-huh. white noise, there would be white huge noise. speakers out there going... Like that's yeah, which I experienced that for the first time the other day. What white noise? Yeah, we had a sound tech come to our auditorium, and uh, we were doing a concert for a bluegrass group, mm. and he was checking the auditorium, and I was like, "Oh, never heard anybody do this." He was before. he was called tuning the PA, and he was actually yeah, yeah. he was actually using pink noise, not white, but that's not well, pink noise. Yeah, that he did say pink noise. That's that's. That's what I do for a living, so you should have called I know. Me. I need you to come visit sometime. Oh, is that a singer? Pink Noise? It does sound yeah. like a... It's a Pink Floyd tribute band. Or or like the what the girl, the pink girl. Oh, sure, Pink. Just, just Pink. Yeah. Just, just Pink. Yeah. Just Pink. <laughs> pink Noise. Like they, music. Pink mm-hmm. Noise is a Pink Floyd and a Pink tribute band. They do both. Uh, uh, there that'd, you be, go. that'd be cool. I, Pink Noise is actually a pretty good name for a, a, a band, not you know, like like an '80s kind of retro hair band. Hair band, like a yeah. I'm actually with you there. Uh, okay, clippy clip number three. 
Oh, okay. I have to I have to give you a preface on this. This is when Ramsey is in the house and he's trying to disarm the the knife wielding trash can um, with his laser thing, and it's making noises. And I swear to God, I thought it was just Michael Winslow talking into a microphone. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Since the eighties, you're telling me that's not a human. That's that's, that's yeah, a person. It's definitely a human. It's a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> this made me laugh. Damn evil son of a bitch. That's right. Damn evil son of a bitch. We got to remind everybody that he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Well, he's a bad guy. <laughs> the only line that that guy says he's not yelling at somebody. <laughs> All right. Here's here's one of my other really big tech issues. This is Ramsey. Okay, this this is a thirty second clip, uh, just because I kind of liked the, the the dialogue between the two. But then there's a moment that I I had to roll my eyes at. So just hang in there. This is Ramsey. You're lucky to be alive, Ramsey. You should have let the robot disarm it. I saw you watch television. What's on your mind? I watch. I look. I listen. I'm watching you now. Yeah, right. What's on your mind, Luther? You're standing by the desk in the middle of the room, punching buttons on the console, trying to trace this call, which won't do shit. Because I'm calling from a mobile phone. Now you're looking around. Now you're cupping your hand over the receiver. He's tapped into the closed-circuit TV. Kill that monitor! I can't hear what you're saying now, but you're right. I've tapped into the TV line. Now, <laughs> now you're cupping your hand over the receiver. Hey, listen, here we go. He's tapped into the closed-circuit TV. Kill. You cannot do that. There's a reason why he's closed, closed, closed circuit. circuit. <laughs> Unless he physically went into the building and physically tapped a wire onto the wire. Yeah, maybe he designed a flying robot that's as small as a dragonfly maybe and it just went over there and you're right. clamped he's, he's, on. He sent in a floater that did the thing. On, that made me laugh. And then he says, kill maybe the monster. Maybe in 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says, "Kill the monitor," which he actually meant to say, "camera." Camera, right? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Turning the monitor off. Yeah, kill, kill that monitor. I would have gone over and turned off a monitor. Yeah, I don't want to look at myself. Turn that thing off. Turn that monitor off. Okay. <laughs> Why did I turn that off? I meant the camera. Oh well, you have to be specific, sir. We are a tech-based police force. Um, <laughs> You can tell that a microchip pretty, is evil, but... You they're can't. pretty inefficient for a tech-based police force. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and this is some bad acting from Gene. Here you go. The templates, Ramsey. After he's down. After he's safe. There's a little problem about that, Sergeant. I can't have any witnesses. It's too messy. The spiders have been programmed to kill the first person that comes out of the elevator. Oh, they'll let you in, but they won't let you out. And there's nothing you can do about it, Bobby! Sergeant. So let me, let me, after my monologue, I'm going to stand here and stare at you while you try to get your son to stop the machine. You know, and yeah. yeah. But... The whole movie, he's when he talks, he's just normal talking dude. And then this movie, he gets all weird and gravelly for some reason. It's just he changed his voice. It's basically like what Chris uh, Chris Pratt does when he meets Thor in Avengers <laughs> Four. He's like, wait, or three? Like, are you changing your voice? No, I am not changing my voice. You're making it lower. No, I'm not. Like he could just change his voice to make him sound more menacing. It was really dumb. Okay, now my last clip is from earlier in the movie. 
I also hate this in movies. I don't like. I don't like it when people are talking over other people in the dialogue. Like it's one thing to have like just background people kind of chatting and it's just noise, right? And then like the actor is like, hold on, hold on, hold on, we gotta listen to this. Like, but like, this is just such chaos. It it's hard to understand what's happening. Now they sure took enough to get here. Yeah. All right, fellas, what's the problem? Yeah, they're running a zigzag course. I'm not going in that field after all. No fuel fingers on the right up in your face. You had this thing serviced? Service regular. Like, the director would say, all right, you guys just talk about something. Right. You know, and, and it would just be random. Yeah. So they would talk over each other. Yeah. And I don't know if it's maybe the scene was the ad-libbed or if they just gave them an idea to talk about. But I feel like that's probably what happened. But here's the, There was no actual dialogue written out. But here's the problem. Is that for whatever reason, directors think that's how people are. And that's not how people are. Right, the yeah. four of us are having a conversation right now, and, the... and we never <laughs> interrupt. <laughs> uh, I know we. Just... <laughs> okay, but it's one. We thing don't want to talk you... over each other. Yeah, it's one thing for you to interrupt <laughs> me, like you're doing, obviously for the point of the joke. But like they're just talking over each other. There's no point. It's so weird, I hate... and they do it like three yeah. other times in the movie. That's just the scene that. Stuck out of my head. It drives me crazy. All right. Well, and also you've got the main, uh, you've got Tom Selleck there where you can hear him clearly. Yeah. And then everybody else is just mumbling. Right. And then they, and they can, the, the, that peanut gallery continued to do it until they got at the end. Even yeah. after they got the robot, they all still continued to do it. Like they, none of them were given lines. Yeah. They were just said, just talk about what's happening on the scene. All right, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, there's a lot of trivia, and I frankly didn't have time to go through all of it. So I only wrote down a few things. Uh, Gene Simmons in his book, Sex, Money, Kiss, said that Michael Crichton's casting of him was based primarily on an audition where Crichton asked Simmons to stare at him for about a minute without making any facial expressions. Apparently, Crichton decided that Simmons looked so menacing enough and cast him for the role of Luther. Uh, the film, we talked about this earlier, the film accurately predicts domestic robots, video mail, social media, the internet, voice-activated computers, biometric security, uh, camera drones, tablet PCs, wireless headsets, and that police officers would use semi-automatic pistols as sidearms. Because in 84, most police officers still used revolvers. Huh. Um, and then the last one I, I put down... An assistant director came up to Gene Simmons during lo uh, location filming and said that one of the off-duty Vancouver police during doing, doing crowd control pointed at Simmons and said, you better get that guy out of here. Upon being assured by the assistant director that he was one of the actors, the cop continued, I don't know, if I shook hands with him, I'd count all my fingers. That's a Vancouver cop. So if the Vancouver police are saying... I don't trust that guy. There's something to it. So, all right. There you go. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right. We decided to do best movies based on Michael Crichton books. And we had a, we basically all agreed Jurassic Park is the best. 
we just kind of universally agree yeah. to that. Overall, over everything. Yeah. And I think we're all good with that, right, team? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jurassic Park 3 is the best of them all. Yeah. So talk, talk, <laughs> talking Velociraptors, <laughs> it's the best part of any sci-fi series ever. Blowing into the fossilized vocal cord of a Velociraptor will make them listen to you and obey your commands. That's, that's all real, right? That's in the book, right, Sam? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's totally, you know. Crichton was totally way ahead correct. of his, way ahead of his time. Just, just, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I mean, that although would... he, you know, he did write Lost World, and in that, the um, they had some sort of sound thing that would keep the T Rex away. They did, but he also but, only wrote that book because um, Paramount said we're going to pay you money. a boatload of money, yeah. and so that's why he brought back from, from the dead Ian Malcolm. Because yeah. he died in the book. Spoiler. Um, it's an old book. All right. Uh, as we as tradition dictates, Andrew, you shall go first. Okay. Well, I can't do a top three because I've only seen one other Michael Crichton movie. Um, but oh. I do like it a lot. And I think we actually did it for a, the podcast before I was on the show. And you guys didn't like it too much. Uh, but that was Timeline. Mm. Um, and I like Timeline. I think it's a good movie. I own it. I bought it when it came out. And I, I love the book. The book really is good. Uh, there's some problems with it. I'll give you that. But I do like it. Um, and uh, I mean, I've seen all the Jurassic Park movies, of course, but I haven't seen any other Michael Crichton film. I think I saw parts of Congo, but not the whole thing. Oh, you missed Congo? Mm. Yeah. Oh, we had a great uh, throwback earlier. Yeah, before the I, I played basically Congo. all of the clips from Congo. <laughs> I still have them all. The Sesame King. Yeah. Oh. oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just stop eating it. Just stop just, eating. Just stop eating the, the uh, oh, I don't have it handy. Shoot, where is it? Uh, stop <laughs> eating my sesame cake. There you go. So, uh, this one made Sam laugh really loud. I don't know why, but here you go. Karen Ross. That's me. Monroe Kelly, I'm your great white hunter for this trip, though I happen to be black. I just love uh, the way he delivers the line. It's perfect. It mm -hmm. is. It's just great. And that accent's totally fake, and it's great. He's great. I like him a lot. Um, there you go, Ernie Hudson. May you ever reign as the black Ghostbuster. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you're up. Yes. Well, like Andrew, I don't think I've seen a whole lot of the other movies that uh, he did or wrote other than maybe like Twister. I did see Congo, but it's been so long. I don't even really remember it. But from what you guys are telling me, it doesn't hold up. So I don't know if I'll rewatch it. <laughs> So I would have to say I I really liked Twister. I mean, I don't know. It was a it was a good suspenseful movie and I think uh I enjoyed that one for um you know what it is. You know. All right. So that'd be my I'd probably be my next one behind the Jurassic Park series, I guess. Okay. Well, that works. I forgot about Twister. I, I like that one too. Yeah, it's not based on a book, right? He just wrote it. No, that's yeah, I think he just wrote, wrote the screenplay. He's just a writer on that, and he was a yeah. producer in that too. Apparently, I didn't know that. 
If you have uh, stars through your cable service provider, you can watch Congo on Amazon. If you have the stars uh, subscription. Um, so just yeah. just just oh. saying that, that you could do that. That's a thing. Uh, I I actually think you should watch it personally. Just, you think I should watch it? I do. Oh he! Oh my gosh! The guy that directed that he also directed Jurassic World. Well, there you go. What? Yeah. Wait, that can't be right. No, Steven Spielberg did Jurassic. Oh no, Jurassic World. It, okay, hold on. Jurassic. I'm getting in a weird place now. Hold on. Give me a second. Where? What? Who? All right, Sam, you go. You, right. you do yours. Okay. Um, I am going to go um, in my number three spot, uh, 13th Warrior. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Love that one. I got my Congo at two, and I, I'm also right there with you uh, with Twister at number one. It was a heck of a lot of fun. And the first time where you felt like there was the special effects really made it look good. So Okay, I was way wrong. He, uh, he did not direct Jurassic World. Producer. He was a producer on it, but he he is the the uh the, he as an actor was the pilot in Raiders of the Lost Ark. I hate snakes, Jock. Oh, it's just my that's just my snake, Larry. Whatever he says, yeah, that's that's Frank Marshall. That's the director of Congo. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what was your number one, Sam? I'm sorry, I was reading. Uh, Twister. Twister. Okay, cool. Right on. Sorry. Uh, my number three is Twister. My number two is Congo, and my number one was Thirteenth Warrior. So, I never saw that one. Uh, it's actually good. The book is very weird because it reads like an after-action report, but um, the the movie is Antonio Banderas, and it's got um, knives and swords and weird people and um, you 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 know what Beowulf? Beowulf, is, right? You know the story of Beowulf, right? Yeah. It's that. It's like a realistic. It's what might have really happened? That would have, that might have inspired the actual story of Beowulf. So it's a little yeah. bit realistic is the wrong word, but I mean, there's nothing. There's no magic involved. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it's just people. Right. They're just humans who lived in the woods and they think they're bears. They're just weird. But Antonio the Banderas bar. is in it. and He's great. Um. Yeah, go watch it. Thirteenth Warrior. Highly recommend it. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's yeah, it, it directed by um, McTiernan. It's the guy who did uh, Dr- uh, Die Hard 1 and 3. Die Hard. Yeah. So, that's it. That's the show. That's not it. I'm just lying. Uh, we have this to play. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, this is where we give our out of 10. You tell us. You, by I mean, you three. tell And me. Uh, tell me. So now I'll write them down. What, um... What we will do for our out of ten? I can't talk. My gosh, why is this hard for me, uh, Andrew? Um, I'm gonna have to say that this one's low on the totem pole for me. Uh, let's go around to three point one two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> point one two. Yeah. We like to have uh, decimal points, Aaron, because. After doing 200 and something movies, you need decimal points to make the, the numbers not match because we didn't gotcha. do that for a long time. You, yeah, you'd have like a tie at like number 30 with 16 different movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have a tie. Yeah, 30 to 38 are all 7.25. <laughs> um, I, wish, I wish we still had a place that that was all visible again. Anyway. I know. Uh, Aaron. Uh, let's go with uh, about a 
about a 2.89. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, balls. What Andrew? just happened? That would be my cat. <laughs> Jesus. I thought I was getting gonged for saying 2.89. Oh, I thought it might have been a, uh, a robot gone rogue at Andrew's house. Oh, the the, 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 uh, the dishwasher that we normally hear is uh, starting to uh, go run away. God, that was loud. What did she knock over? A, a, like a gong? Like seriously? Was it the gong? Like Don't a, you have like a little... Like a I'm going to have to get up and go check on <laughs> bring, right. bring your camera. Yeah, take the camera. We want to see... <laughs> and we'll uh, describe it for the listeners. Yeah, this is great radio. <laughs> oh, he took off his earphones. Uh, you can't hear. <laughs> All right, Sam. Anyway, while while Andrew is cleaning up after his cat, um, I I'm gonna have to say very low. This this is horrible. It's a bad movie in almost every single way. I'm gonna give it a two point uh, four seven out of a uh, out of ten. It's just I don't want to watch it again. Don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I didn't mention this at all during the the normal part of the show, but and I, and I feel obligated to do so. Um, I watched this movie like a weirdly amount of times with my dad. Really? Um, yeah. Even with the f bomb and the boobs, I watched this when I was a kid with dad. Because for some reason, the 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 spider robots like actually kind of seemed terrifying to a ten year old, and. <laughs> The car chase scene was what I remember the most. I just thought it was so cool that they had a, a laser killing, or a robot killing laser out of the top of a police car. and <laughs> so, so there's a nostalgia factor there. And I've also kind of realized that most of the movies that I have a nostalgia for, they're kind of bad. <laughs> um, which is weird, but whatever. But it was um, the 80s, so. Yeah, but like, yeah. like. Like the first film I ever, I've said this a dozen times on this podcast, the first movie I ever saw with my dad in the theaters that I remember was Star Trek Generations. It's not a good movie. It's not a good Star Trek movie, but it, it, it's a special place in my heart because of the, because what it means to me, right? It was the first time dad said, hey, you are now old enough to go with me to a movie theater. We're going to watch Trek. And so, so that has meaning to me, but it's, it's yep. still a bad movie. Um, so I don't, but I don't care. Like I would still rank it like at a six and a half, even though it probably would deserve a three, you know. So, so this movie, though, is not it's not going to do that. Um, it, uh-huh, does, it, it does gain a nostalgia point, but only one. So if I was going to give it a three point one five, I'm now going to give it a four point one five, just for the oh. for the nostalgia point. So. So thanks, Dad. And, and Christy Alley's hair being so big. Yeah, uh, yeah, her hair was a lot of Kirsty. Yeah, he, he's not gonna say it right. He's gonna. Stop. He's gonna <laughs> it's like every episode he looks for that one thing that he knows is gonna bother me just a little bit, and he's got to cue in on it. You know. <laughs> I just thought I'd say it for you this time. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's just yeah. It is what it is. Next time we're playing Battlefield, you're, when you're dead, I'm not going to revive you. Because um, <laughs> you'll be playing Assault. Anyway. Yeah, I'll be yeah, playing Assault. Yeah, I'll just true. put dynamite on your face. Um, <laughs> and then you'll say... Okay, so... Sorry, that, that evolution clip has just been paid dividend. It's great. Um, 
though, Sam, I did find you know, I did find your um, I, I had forgotten that I had lost this clip, but I found this. Dick was being too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I found that. Uh, what was that from? I have no idea, was... dude. I have no idea. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I didn't put a, a name of a movie attached to it. Oh, it literally, dear. the clip is titled "Sam Dick." That's all I wrote. <laughs> uh, so, oh. so I have one of all of you, right? Because of course, I st- uh, this is never yeah. going away. In the bud, yes. Yeah, that's never going away. So. <laughs> so anyway, all right, that's it. That's our show. I'm gonna hit the yeah. That. That's it. Uh, I'm gonna hit the outro here. Um, we need to, need to wrap it up before uh, Florin. Flow comes in. Flow. Flow. Um, next week we're doing the Siege of Jadotville. Jadotville. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix, I think, original or partnered with Netflix. I have no idea what it's about. Sam put it on the list. You put it on the list like a while ago. Um, it, kept, yeah. it just kept getting. It's about bumped. a bunch of Irishmen in Africa. Is that what it is? And I, 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 I apparently can't do Irish. No. And, and, Just pretend they're all from Minnesota. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're doing next week. And the week after that, I'm super excited. We're doing Space Hunter and the Forbidden Zone. I cannot wait. freaking wait. Didn't we just see one? What? We just what did, did we just watch? Buckaroo Banzai? Okay, never mind. Space Hunter and Forbidden was... Zone is a national treasure. I cannot wait to do that. But next week is Siege and Siege of Jad. So, um, but I have um, a minute. We need to make sure, we need to get a list going for our Halloween films. If you have oh. a request for us for Halloween movies, please, t- Twitter, email, Facebook, I don't care. We need to get a list going because um, we really enjoy doing some some interesting stuff. And um Oh, okay. So, anyway, and because of you guys, I was able to watch The Frighteners, which I freaking love. So, anyway, that's going to do it for the show. So, on behalf of Andrew and Aaron, who thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, and Sam, I, know, I know you're trying to get ready for Sunday and uh, with your, your yeah, leg. Yeah, your, your legs hurt. hurt so, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> so bad.